Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to go over using test strips on your pool route. And one of the biggest misnomers about test strips is that they're not accurate, and that's simply not true. They are accurate, but they only give you a ballpark reading in the pool. And I'll go over this in detail in this podcast. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's referral program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. So one of the first things you'll hear about using test strips is that the readings are not going to be accurate. And again, as I mentioned at the intro, that's just not true. They are accurate, however, and keep this in mind, they give you a ballpark reading of the particular factors that they're testing for. For example, if you're trying to get a free chlorine reading in the pool, you're going to look at the test strip after you dip it in, compare it to the back of the test strip container, and then you're going to be able to see what the free chlorine level is in the pool based on, depending on the test strip, they'll have total chlorine or free chlorine, and depending again on how high they go, most go to about 10 parts per million, and this will leave you with a range, and you have to kind of match it up with the color of the test strip on the back, and it'll let you know basically what the range is. So if you test it and it looks like 3 parts per million, you don't really know if it's actually 3.5 parts per million or 4 parts per million, or maybe 2 to two and a half parts per million because of the range on the test strip and how your eye sees color. So if you're not really good at reading color, you may get you may not be able to read the test strips accurately. I think for the pH reading, it's pretty easy to read that one. And, and same with the alkalinity in most test strips, you'll get a really dark color if it's really high, and then you'll get a really light color if it's really low. So it's just one of those things where you have to realize the limitation of the test strip and that you're just testing for a ballpark range. Now, they come in handy in a lot of situations. I like using them in hot tubs myself because it's a quick way to see what's in the hot tub as far as if there's any kind of bromine or chlorine in there present. And the test strips will measure both for chlorine and bromine. It's pretty much the same uh, test swab or area on there. And basically, you know, for certain things like that, when I want to know if there's anything in the spot at all, I'll use a test strip and dip it in. And I think they're pretty accurate even in warm water. Um, there's some debate of which brand is more accurate in hot water, which ones work better. I like the AquaCheck test strips. I haven't had any problem with those at all. They t- test fine in cold water and hot water. I also like the Taylor kits, the Taylor kits, the Taylor test strips. They also work really well, and the color is really easy to read. I use the Lamont ones on occasion, but I think their photometers are much better than their test strips at this point. Um, in my opinion, and that's just with personal use, and I like the AquaCheck Aqua ones and the Taylor ones. I think the color chart is very easy to read, and they're very accurate. Although Lamont does have one advantage over the rest of the test strips is that their um, cyanuric acid 
or stabilize a reading goes to 500 parts per million. So if you have a pool where you suspect that the cyanuric acid level is extremely high, most test strips will go to 300 parts per million. The Lamont ones will go to 500 parts per million. Of course, if you're servicing a pool and you have 300 or 500 parts per million of cyanuric acid, that's a whole nother problem. Um, but the test strips are limited in that regard that they just give you a ballpark reading. Um, one thing you have to note about test strips is that they'll give you a total hardness reading. Now this is not a calcium hardness reading. This total hardness reading is a reading of calcium and magnesium in the water. So it's not an accurate reading of the hardness of the water because of that fact. If you wanted to get an accurate reading of the calcium hardness, you'd have to do a you know standard a drop test kit or a photometer test kit. So for calcium hardness, you can use the Taylor K2005 or K2006, or you can use the Lamont Color Q photometer to get the calcium hardness. Because the test strips are limited in that fact, it's just because of the fact that you can't really make a test strip do calcium hardness. They can't isolate the magnesium, whereas the other test kits will uh, factor in and isolate it. I think the Taylor test kit, when you put the other drop of the um, region in there, it'll isolate the calcium in the reading. And so that's why the test strips do total hardness. So just ignore that reading basically on the test strip. Probably they should just eliminate it because I don't think it's useful in any particular way in my opinion. But it's on there because they can actually do total hardness, I guess. Um, I think the total and free chlorine are pretty good because if the pool has zero chlorine, the test strip will be white or blank. And a lot of times if you're doing a reagent test in your pool or even a photometer test, once you get to a certain part of the chlorine, it'll bleach out the reagent in that particular tester. And so the test strip is a good way to know if the chlorine level is actually at zero or if the reagent is being bleached out by a really high chlorine level. And so if you're at a commercial pool or if you're at a residential pool and you suspect that the chlorine level is really high, like you know, 20 parts per million or whatever, the test strip will actually show you the indication of really high chlorine where the reagent won't because it may be bleached out. Um, the only thing that won't be bleached out usually is a DPT. Um, the Taylor DPT um, reagent or powder goes to, I think, 20 parts per million or so. But if you're using any other kind of reagent or photometer, you may get a high reading or may not show up. So the test strips do have that advantage of being able to tell you if the coin is really zero or if it's being bleached out. And this doesn't happen very often, so I wouldn't say this is a great advantage of the test strip. It's just something that be aware of that the test strip will read the chlorine level, even in really high chlorine levels in a pool. For me, I think using the test strip to get the pH and alkalinity is probably one of the best use of the test strip because I think the pH and alkalinity, um, whatever they use on those for their chemical, comes out really well um, with low pH and high pH, and low alkalinity or high alkalinity. And I mentioned that earlier that the colors are really easy to read on those two tests. And so if you're doing a test strip in a pool and you're checking for total alkalinity, if it comes out really dark green or you know really strong color, you know that the alkalinity is really high and a really low color will be low alkalinity. So I think those are really good readings to use it for. And same with the pH, if it's like really pink, you know that the pH is like, you know 8.0 or higher in that pool. So you know relying on the test strip though to do like the LSI or to you know balance the pool, commercial pool, or to balance the residential pool, really can't be done because you're guessing at the range and you can't really um, know because you're not going to get the true calcium hardness anyway, but you're not going to know the true range of the alkalinity or pH in the pool with the test strip. So 
you can't do that with them. But however, you know, if you're going to do them once every month with a test trip or every twice a month you want to do a test trip in your pools, that's perfectly fine. As long as you do the photometer or the reagent test um, the other weeks that you're there to get an accurate reading. I think the test trips come in handy when you're really busy, let's say that it's a windy day, or you're falling behind because you were doing a repair and you have to catch up. I think test trips come in really handy for that. You dip them in the pool and you can get the reading. In cold weather, I think test trips also come in handy because you're just trying to get a ballpark reading anyway in most cases. And then if you're going to do the LSI, I do it at my pools once a month. So I don't do the LSI every week because it takes too long for me. Um, but if you're going to do the LSI once a month, these ranges don't change dramatically in a pool. So the pH and alkalinity, if you know your pools well, they don't move a lot and neither does the calcium hardness. So there's no reason to do an LSI every week in my opinion. If you disagree, you can definitely do your LSI reading every week. But in my opinion, most pools is pretty stable. You'll know if you're doing a pool that has pH that's always rising. Or you'll know if you have a pool that has lower high, high alkalinity when you do it. And the alkalinity doesn't move very often in the pool. In fact, some people test the alkalinity once a month. So it's not something that you need to do all the time. And so test trips come in handy to kind of speed up your day out there. It'll give you an accurate reading or a fairly accurate reading on all the ranges here. So you know if you have to add acids to the pool or if you have to add chlorine to a pool. I think one caution that I would give you if you're going to use test trips on your pool route, if the customer is out there watching you take the chemistry reading of the pool, I would highly recommend using a reagent test kit or a photometer at that moment so that they don't see that you're using a test strip in their pool. I think it just gives the wrong impression of your service. Um, definitely you want to put on a show, so to speak, when the customer is out there watching you. Not to say that the test strips are no good again, but it's just the optics of it, I guess, I would say, that a photometer, if you have a Lamont spin touch and the customer is out there, you want to break that bad boy out and kind of do the testing in there kind of show off to your customer that you're doing a full water analysis. Not that you don't do a full water analysis at the pool, but that week that you're using the test strip, I would probably defer to the regular tester and then go to the test strip when they're not around or watching you at that moment. So you got to have to kind of be, you know, diplomatic with your use of the test strips, I guess, and make sure you don't overdo it. Um, but definitely they come in handy out there. I use them in the wintertime a lot. I like using them in the spas to kind of get an idea of where the water is at. Um, but I don't recommend using them as your only method of testing. So I want to emphasize that point here in this recording that you want to use a region tester and a photometer to kind of back up your use of test strips. If you're just using test strips week in and week out on your pool route, there's really no way to know if the alkalinity is at 180 or at 140 or if the pH is at 7.8 or 7.6 or 7 or 8.0. You really can't get that dialed in on the test strip. And nor can you check the calcium hardness with the test strip. I think if you're going to use a test strip to, to, to check the cyanuric acid on the pool, it's perfectly fine. I think the cyanuric acid reading on the test strips are very accurate. So if you, but again, they're accurate to the ballpark. So if you have a pool that's showing, you know, 150 on the test strip, you really don't know if it's 150 or 200 or 300 really, or maybe 120. So again, you have to do a real turbidity tests to get the cyanuric acid level in those pools but again you can't discount the fact that the test strips will speed up your day and also there are test strips for copper and iron for phosphates uh, for salinity things like that that you can't really get in a region tester a lot of photometers will do those things um, but they won't you won't be able to do that with a region test kit in most cases so 
If you suspect copper or iron in the pool or really high phosphate levels, you can only do this with a you know photometer, a high-end photometer like the ColorQ Pro 9, the Lamont Spin Touch, the ITS Exact iDip or Pool Exact EZ. These do copper and iron, um, you know, phosphates and salinity. But the lower, uh, cheaper photometers don't do these readings uh, usually. So you definitely want to make sure that if you are testing for iron and copper, the test strip is your first line of defense basically because it's something affordable. You can check the copper and iron level in most pools. You can also check borates in pools with test strips. If, you add, if you're adding borates to your pools, the borate test strip is fairly accurate. Again, you don't know if there's 30 parts or 50 parts per million of borates in the pool. You just have to rely on the color. If you really wanted to get an accurate borate reading, uh, Lamont makes a disc for borates that I use, and it gives you a spot-on reading. You know, it'll tell you 34 parts per million or 40 parts per million on the dot. So test strips, again, ballpark. They're accurate um, to the point of how you're reading them. I wouldn't use them completely as the only testing method on my pool route, and they're a great way to speed up your day and kind of make things go faster for you when you need to. Um, but when you do your full chemistry readings, you definitely want to do a Taylor Reagent test kit or a photometer of some kind. And if you're looking for other podcasts that I've recorded on different subjects, go to my website, swimmingprolearning.com. And on the homepage, you can click on the podcast icon. That'll take you to the previous recordings. Also on there, you'll see a link to my coaching program. This is definitely something that you should join if you want to enhance your business or if you're starting out. Or even if you've been doing it for a long time, there's a lot of great benefits with the coaching program. And you can check that out also at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! Real quick. If you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.